are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's going to happen to the Hardy Boys? Where will the AEW New Japan relationship go? And who reckons they can knock out Brock Lesnar in 30 seconds? For Monday, December 2nd, 2019, this is your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. Hey, look at this! Awesome! Matt Hardy! Good to see Matt Hardy on Monday Night Raw this past week. Sadly, in a losing effort to Buddy Murphy, but nice to see him back. What is the current situation regarding WWE and the Hardys? And the Hardys haven't been on TV as a tag team for a long while. This past Monday on Raw was Matt Hardy's first appearance in a good long while as well. According to PW Insider, Matt Hardy's WWE contract expires in February as opposed to March, as previously reported, which means that come February, he'll be free to leave if he chooses to not re-sign his deal. We understand no time is being added on for injuries or what have you, and just come February, that's the end of the deal. WWE and Matt Hardy aren't far away in terms of a financial deal being struck. However, the issue is that Matt wants to do more. You've seen this in his Free the Delete YouTube series that he started going, and it looks like if we're basing it on what we saw last Monday with him losing to Buddy Murphy, it doesn't look like his options staying in WWE are particularly great, especially for somebody who wants to really push further. This has been a bit of an ongoing issue for quite a few members of the WWE roster. We talked about Mike Kanellis last week, who isn't leaving because he's had any major disagreement with the WWE. He's leaving because he he wants to leave because he wants to do more. And I think there's quite a few wrestlers in WWE who say that they just want more opportunity. And when you've got a roster that big, it's very difficult to be seen. So it may not come down to money for Matt Hardy. He may be perfectly happy with uh, the money that he's got right now. If he squirreled money away, then he's got options to go and do other things. With regards to Jeff Hardy, however, his contract expires at the same time. But the belief is that WWE could reserve the right to add time to his deal due to the time he's been away as a result of injury. We've seen this happen with a couple of performers in the WWE, whereby if they've been off, WWE have said, well, actually, you still owe us money slash time slash work for this amount of time that you missed. So we're putting that on the end. I think in other situations... If the, if the landscape in wrestling had been different, we may not see WWE being as pressing with something like that. But obviously with AEW at the door, they're very much making sure that everybody stays as long as possible in their WWE contracts and stops them going elsewhere. 
So I believe that the Hardys will stay to the end of their deal. I wouldn't be surprised if they turn up in AEW around April time. I think it would be a big coup for them if both Matt and Jeff are in good form and well enough in every aspect to be a part of AEW. I'd imagine they'd snap them up in a heartbeat. Still waiting on the ratings for AEW and NXT from this past Wednesday. Obviously, with it being Thanksgiving in America, we're getting those results later today. And then when we get them, you will hear all about them on Cultaholic.com and at our Cultaholic YouTube channel as well. Meanwhile, New Japan have been talking about their relationship with AEW. The president, Harold Meade, opened up on the promotion not having a working relationship with AEW, despite some of their top stars being a part of Wrestle Kingdom in January. Now, part of the reason that New Japan doesn't have a relationship with AEW right now is because, obviously, New Japan is working with Ring of Honor, and they're keen to keep that relationship good for the time being. And they're not, they're not suggesting at any point that an AEW relationship is off the table. The New Japan president said they're about one year in, and we're starting to see what their brand is all about. Then we'll have to see if that brand fits our brand, of course. At this stage, they still have different styles than we do, and it's that's our only thing. We're looking at what their brand positioning is and whether it complements ours. Now, of course, New Japan uh, set some uh, rumor, set the wrestling world on its head when they announced that they are launching their own American franchise of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So whether this will work side by side with Ring of Honor and or with AEW is yet to be seen. But it's uh, after some of the things that we've heard regarding sort of the Kenny Omega treatment for AEW and New Japan, it's inter interesting to hear that a New Japan AEW relationship isn't strictly off the table. Jordan Grace took to Twitter over the weekend with a tweet that caught many eyes. It said, hey, remember that time the Sandman came up to four women about to main event to tell us that main eventing women is wrong and any male wrestler with any sort of experience would agree? Was this in 1998? No, it was tonight, December 2019. So Jim Fullington, a.k.a. the Sandman, uh, was very outspoken about the fact that Jordan Grace, Tessa Blanchard, and a whole host of other incredibly talented female performers were headlining the independent show that he was at. Many other people have come out to voice their displeasure with the Sandman's comments. Uh, Will Ospreay, who tweeted, can't tell you the amount of times I go to watch stardom matches and want to retire because their matches are insane. Let's not interfere with progress. Everyone keep killing it. And Chris Jericho, with regards to Sandman's comments, simply wrote, I don't agree. We understand via Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer radio show that Mara Ronaldo is doing better. He says his situation has very much improved uh, after last week in which he and Corey Graves ended up having not a Twitter war because... Ronaldo didn't say anything. Corey Graves made a comment about Mara Ronaldo online. Uh, this caused uh, Mara Ronaldo to leave Twitter. He wasn't a part of Survivor Series. He wasn't a part of NXT this past week either. Uh, but Meltzer's reporting that the situation has improved. Uh, and he's not sure if he'll be there for Wednesday on NXT. Uh, but WWE are keeping in contact with him. And things are on the up. As always, we send our love to Mara Ronaldo. 
Cain Velasquez returned to the ring for the first time since Crown Jewel. He was at the Arena Mexico show for the WWE on Saturday night, teaming with Umberto Carrillo to defeat the OC. Seemed like Cain uh, Velasquez didn't do a lot, but what he did, he did really well. Uh, whether this means that he's now not having surgery, whether this means that uh, this was uh, a one-off and now he's going to take some time away, uh, I don't know. We shall see at this point. But uh, it was he was certainly got a, a very big welcome from the faithful in Mexico when he wrestled on Saturday night. WWE have just announced that Arrow's Stephen Amell will be at WWE backstage tomorrow night. He's taking on Provo School against Booker T. Obviously, Stephen Amell was part of WWE SummerSlam 2015, teaming with Neville, now known as Pac, against King Barrett and Stardust. Also, after a fun back and forth on Twitter with Booker T, it very much looks like Macaulay Culkin could be making an appearance on WWE backstage very soon. Please do that in time for Christmas. There is a great opportunity to get the star of one of the greatest Christmas films of all time on WWE backstage in time for the holiday season. If you want a little bit of the bubbly for Christmas, you've got to be quick because Chris Jericho, who has started selling his own sparkling white wine uh, called A Little Bit of the Bubbly, has sold over 10,000 bottles since its release at the end of last week. Uh, they are selling incredibly fast. They are a limited order. FYI, if you do want one, get one dead quick. And finally, Tyson Fury was on the True Geordie podcast and he was chatting about his time working with WWE. Tyson Fury loved it. He really did. He's keen to come back. And who does he want to fight? Well, of course, he wants to fight uh, the biggest beast in the yard. He wants to fight Brock Lesnar. Tyson Fury said, I fancy a fight with Brock for sure. I watched a few of his fights. It's pretty handy, but I could flatten him. In a WWE match or in a proper fight, I could flatten Brock Lesnar in 30 seconds. WWE, book it. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. Thank you so much for checking the show out. Later on today on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, Ross is back with Friday Night Smackdown WTF moments. And if you ever wondered what happened to every single wrestler from ECW's first pay-per-view, Barely Legal, you can find out on our YouTube channel right now. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.